I'm trying to capture some of these conversations. They, they've been very sort of casual. It's not the typical you know, podcasting. We're all we're all stuck at home trying to figure out, navigate our way through all of this. And um, I want to talk to you just about a few things about about sex, since since that's your <laughs> wheelhouse. Okay. Um, you know, there are. I estimate there are probably like five different types of people right now dealing with this. Uh, there are single people. There are single people with kids. There are couples. There are couples with kids. And then there are sort of, there's the other category, poly relationships, et cetera. <laughs> and um, I think... And you, can, you can more finely slice the couples category. How so? Well, there are couples who only being apart made it possible for them to remain together. There are couples um, where the marriage is sexless, but only one person is disinterested or not interested in sex. And they've been fobbing the other person off with a lie about being too overworked or stressed out or busy to have any energy for sex. And that question is now being called. Uh, yeah, the, there are couples, people keep saying that on Twitter as if couples have it made. And we see domestic violence skyrocketing uh, reports right now. Uh, mm. So we don't assume the couples are, you know, banging away at each other and enjoying all of this bonus time. Uh, my, uh, <laughs> well, my, my wife and I have been taking Mike Pence's advice and, and spending more time on our knees than on the internet. <laughs> it's good advice. Uh, yeah, yes, indeed. And, um, you know, I uh, actually, I, I would say that, that her and I are thriving, especially the weeks where we don't have our daughter. I have a stepdaughter uh, with my wife. And so um, I'm actually experiencing both sides of the 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 couples with kids and then couples without kids as well, mm -hmm. and uh, I, I've noticed a, a distinct difference. And and you you take for granted a lot of things that um, I guess a lot of, a lot of things come to the to the forefront right now. And um, sp spending every waking hour with your kids uh, tends to be quite challenging on on a relationship. Absolutely true. Um, I think it's important for all of us to remember right now that not to compare what we're all going through to a vacation, but if you remember ever taking an extended vacation with your partner or your partner and your kids, um, it tends to highlight everything you love about your kids and your partner, but also at the same time, uh, closely after or mixed in together, everything you can't stand about your own kids and your own partner. And those moments um, are, you know, you have to, when you're in that moment where you are really focused on what drives you up the wall. You have to be a little bit zen about it, take a deep breath and try to remind yourself of what you liked about them or love about them, which usually, you know, on a vacation was what was going on 10 minutes ago as opposed to what's going on right now. Well, let's talk about what single people should should be thinking about right now. It's, it's very tempting to want to hop on you know, dating apps or, or you find past relationships at this point. But of course, with the uh, this this virus that's out there, this seems like one of the worst things we could do. Uh, it's fine to hop on a dating app. It's fine to hop on a hookup app. It's not fine to date or hook up uh, in person, face to face. You know, we've had some scandals with people's uh, dirty images or sex messages uh, being made public against their will, and often people say, "Well, you shouldn't have taken those pictures." And what's been hilarious to watch is public health departments, state public health departments urging people uh, to hook up online, to, to masturbate together uh, via Zoom or perhaps a platform with better security uh, and, you know, risk taking those photos because the risk of taking those photos uh, is less than uh, the risk of getting on a, getting in a car, driving across town, meeting a stranger, 
who's not part of your, you know, uh, quarantine pod or uh, lockdown pod. Um, and that would put you at danger, them at danger, anybody else you might encounter at danger. So yeah, hooking, I'm the like, have a hookup. You never know. My husband and I have been together 25 years. That was a one night stand 25 years ago. I'm very pro uh, impulse sex and hookup sex. Uh, and I'm also pro open relationships and pro polyamory, but not now. Uh, polyamory uh, canceled for the moment, except on a group chat. I have a good friend of mine who is polyamorous and this sort of, I, I think, destroyed that relationship for him. And he and his wife uh, were both dating other people uh, together. And and I'm getting ready to talk to him on one of these calls, actually. And mm-hmm. I think it brought some some sort of abandonment issues to the forefront. I think I think right now, if there is the some sort of partner, you mean what's that? The second dairy partner. Yeah, the, yeah. The I think, were dating. They weren't first priority. And obviously what that exposed is for, you know, and I don't want to speak. You're going to talk to him in a minute. But what it might have exposed for those people is that they were settling for being the secondary partner when what they what their heart really wanted was to be the primary. And this just made it you know, too searingly clear that they weren't and probably never would be the primary. And they had to bolt. Well, let me ask you this. What does it mean to be GGG in the time of quarantine? <laughs> How is it different now? Well, GGG stands for good giving and game, uh, which is something I coined in my column decades ago. Uh, what everyone should be good and bad, you know, practice those skills, uh, giving of, you know, pleasure without always an expectation of an immediate return. You want to be an indulgent lover and uh, game up for anything within reason. Everyone gets to have their boundaries and limits um, to be GGG. I think right now just requires everyone to be very, very, very patient with each other. Um, you know, if you are a couple that's together and you have a great and strong sexual connection and there's a lot of perfectly wonderful couples out there. Uh, where the relationships are romantic friendships, companionate marriages. And I think those are perfectly valid. And we shouldn't look at a relationship and say, if it's sexless, it's broken or there's something wrong. We should look at a relationship and say, is everybody happy? Uh, you know, if, one, if it's sexless and one person is miserable, that's not going to work. But if it's sexless and everybody's happy, great. But to be GGG right now, my God, we all need distractions. That's why Netflix is booming. That's why Tiger King exploded. Um, that's why, you know, we're all online and hoping that our favorite artists will release some tracks and we're encouraging movie studios, uh, to release films, uh, to streaming platforms. So we don't have to wait for a year to see them or longer. And so now is also the time to distract yourself with, you know, as well as you can in your house without having to go anywhere, without having to go to the sex shop and buy anything, indulge each other's fantasies and explore. If you have a strong sexual connection, uh, lean into it at this moment. There's no better distraction than a dick in your mouth. <laughs> I may say that on your podcast. <laughs> you can definitely say it. Uh, I'm very immediate about a blowjob. You're really not elsewhere at that moment, usually. Hopefully. I, yeah, I certainly hope not. I, I can tell you that, that my, my wife and I have uh, certainly been thriving during this time. And, and I, we, we've definitely sort of leaned into it, so to speak. Would, would you think that is, uh, I don't know if maybe even have some data, uh, that, that there's more or less sex happening right now during, during the quarantine between couples? Um, there's some studies uh, going on right now. I would encourage folks to follow Dr. Justin Lay Miller on Twitter. He's a sex researcher and writer and is incredibly prolific. And he's leading a study uh, out of the Kinsey Institute on how people are behaving sexually. At the start, people predicted there would be a quarantine baby boom in nine months. But what we've seen out of Wuhan uh, and other cities that were locked down in China, that when the lockdown eased, people were rushing to divorce lawyers. 
mm. and to court to dissolve marriages. It was a divorce boom after the lockdown. Um, there is research that shows that uh, something that's predictive of a successful long-term partnership is time away from each other, is not actually being each other's best friends, letting somebody else play that role and being able to come together at the end of the day and have had different experiences, something to talk about, something to share, to be happy to see each other again. Uh, and when you kick that out, when you take that out of a lot of relationships, when you remove that time away from each other, um, some people are going to emerge from quarantine not excited to be together at all, even, in a, even uh, you know, when they don't have to be together all the time in the future. So, you know, people are into their partners. I, I bet my hunch would be they're having a lot of sex uh, and probably, hopefully, some more adventurous sex than they might have had time for in the past. Uh, but people who don't like their partners, man, uh, they're probably not having sex and they're probably emailing divorce lawyers right now. So maybe this is bringing to the forefront whatever was going on underneath. And if there's potential for a better relationship there, maybe that is being brought to the forefront. Or maybe if if things were going to blow up, now is the time that that's going to get magnified as yeah, well. Now is the reckoning. You know, if, if the relationship was good, uh, quarantine is probably going to make it better. If the relationship had fissures or, or fatal flaws, uh, quarantine is probably going to make that relationship worse. And my heart goes out to people who are enduring domestic violence at a time when it's almost impossible to flee or get away. It's a it's a growing um, tragedy. Yeah, it, it definitely is. And and you know, we often don't think about that when we're thinking about couples. We're talking about sex and, and obviously trying trying to be uh, a bit light lighthearted here. But at the same right. time, we've we, we've got to we recognize very quickly from uh, cocksucking to domestic violence. I apologize. <laughs> no, it's it's all right. It's uh, it, it's acknowledging reality. Uh, let me speaking of acknowledging reality. What do you recommend that couples do to maintain their autonomy at, at a time like this? You know, one of the things uh, that Terry and I have always kind of joked about is that we're very good at being alone together, um, you know, in the same room, in the same house. Uh, he'll be playing a video game or, uh, you know, texting with friends and I'll be reading a book or vice versa. And we're able to, you know, give each other some space and time, even if we're, you know, thrown together in close physical proximity uh, for a long time. And I think that's a really important skill. Uh, some people need to need seem to need constant engagement from their partner to constantly be the focus. You're just going to exhaust your partner, uh, and they're going to be anxious to get away from you if you're constantly needy. Learn to dig down inside yourself and find a place where you can be still and quiet uh, and disengaged, but together. I think that's a great place to end it. Dan, thank you so much. Uh, thank you so much. <laughs>